Hi all, and welcome to the introduction of my book entitled Damaged People, Damaged People, Memoirs of a Life Coach. Whether you believe in God or not, the Bible is arguably the greatest book ever written, and it would be hard to deny the knowledge and wisdom it gives. You may not believe in wizards or werewolves either, but Harry Potter and Twilight still make for good reading. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. This is a verse from the Bible. Jesus was having a conversation with God. He asks God to forgive us because we don't understand what we are doing. Roger Mayweather, also known as the Black Mamba, was a professional boxer with a record of 72 fights, 59 wins and 13 losses. After his career, Roger went on to become an elite world-class trainer, guiding fighters to become world champions most notably his nephew, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Floyd became one of the greatest pound-for-pound prize fighters in history, retiring with a record of 50 wins and no losses, and earnings of over a billion dollars. Over the years, the brilliance of Floyd attracted worldwide attention, and people wanted to get to know the man behind the man himself. Roger gave many interviews and became famous for his nonchalant, no-holes-barred approach to answering questions and dealing with the press. When asked a question about boxing, Roger would often start by saying, most people don't know about boxing. This became Roger's catchphrase. Before becoming a world-class fighter, Roger grew up in utter poverty and was raised on the mean streets of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Throughout his life, Roger experienced the very highs and lows of sport and of life itself. He was a boxing historian and a student of the game. Where he failed, he made sure his fighters succeeded. His training style was unconventional, unapologetic and very effective. Regardless of opinion, he was the head coach of the best boxer on the planet. So as they say, the proof was in the pudding. As time went on, Roger went from being in tip-top physical condition to eventually passing away. His health just simply deteriorated. Roger had lived a tough life in and out of the ring that required grit and determination most of us will never understand. All things considered, statistically, he was a walking miracle. When Roger made his statements, I believe he was referring to people not understanding what they haven't experienced and are not prepared to learn, but think they know. If this is true, and this is what Roger meant, I totally agree with him. But not just about boxing. Most people don't know about life. When I was 17 years old, I went to my local place of peace. A place where I would dribble a basketball until my hands went numb and I couldn't feel my fingers. It was a place of peace because nothing else mattered other than me and the ball. Outside this place, life was difficult. At 17 years old, you're too old to be a child, too young to be an adult, old enough to be responsible, not old enough to have responsibility, young enough to make choices, too young to choose, old enough to be free, not old enough for freedom, old enough for a job, 
too young to be qualified, old enough to have fun, too old to play games. I had no guidance before now and no plan going forward, just a hope that one day things would be better. I'd done my usual routine of bowing to an invisible crowd, picked up my drink and proceeded to walk home when two young boys aged around 12 and 13 approached me. They had been watching me from across the park. One of them stepped forward and asked me if I would teach him to play. Although I was only 17, four years prior, I had taught a very good friend of mine to play basketball. His name was Dean Woodward. Dean went on to be one of the best players in the Midlands by the age of 20 years old. I asked the boys exactly what they wanted to learn. They said they wanted to be able to dribble the ball and control it the way I did. I began to demonstrate and told them it was easy. Just let the ball glide through your fingers, I said. Open your palm and make sure the ball touches every single finger on the way up and down. One of the boys looked at me and said, How can I do it though? I said, It's easy. Just do what I showed you to do. Bounce the ball, use your fingers on the way down and on the way up. He looked at me and said, no, you don't understand. I only have three fingers on one hand. This was a life-changing moment for me. A realisation that we are all different. Our wants to be successful are the same, but the path we take to get there is what sets us apart and ultimately keeps us apart. Until this moment, I was ignorant to disability, both physical and mental. Not because I'd never encountered anyone with a disability. I just never had an empathetic understanding of what it meant to have a disability. But this young boy situation impacted me directly, which ultimately enhanced my thinking and put me on a path to become a better person. It taught me to consider all things, even if they don't affect me directly, because what we go through makes us who we are. This young boy had to live a life of people assuming he could do the simplest things that he probably couldn't do or found difficult. And every time he would have to show them and explain why he couldn't do something before they understood. This example is a reality for millions of people, except what most people go through is mental and it's in our minds. So unless you have experienced bereavement, death, poverty, discrimination. I echo what the late Roger Mayweather said. Most people don't know because our experience is limited to our surroundings and our thinking is presumptuous. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Meaning, if we actually knew and understood how our behaviour can impact others and ourselves, Maybe we wouldn't do the things we do and say the things we say. This book is about people who have been damaged because the people before them or the environment they were raised in. It's so easy for us to judge a person by what they look like or how they sound or how they're behaving. But we actually never really understand what a person has gone through or what a person is going through to make them behave the way they do. Damage is infectious and what's not transformed in one person is transferred to another. If we don't grow through what we go through, we become victims, 
inflicting our hurt and pain on others.